Hey, what's going on? My name is Dustin. I'm the host of the Detail Spot Podcast. And in this episode slash video, we are going to talk about the things that I love the most about the detailing industry and the things that I actually hate the most about this industry. This industry, as you know, if you have a detailing business, can be kind of toxic. And we're going to talk about some of those toxic things that goes on within the industry. But I'm also going to start with this video with the things that I love about this industry because it is an awesome industry to be in. I've pretty much been in it almost almost half my life now. So um, there are things that I truly enjoy about it because I would not have stayed in it this long if I didn't truly love it. So let's go ahead and dive into it. Before we get started, if you're an auto detailer who currently owns a detailing business or is looking to start a detailing business, I want to invite you to join the detail community. This community is going to have all of the resources that you need to take your business to that next level so that you can start making money and so that your business can start making money. It's going to show you click by click and step by step what to do in your business so that it really speeds up the growth so you don't have to wait years to have success in this industry. The coolest part is it is only 37 dollars a month that means for what you would pay for a bottle of tire shine you can get access to this which is going to show you how to make way more money every month so start taking your business to the next level today by joining by clicking the link in the description or you can go to thedetailcommunity.com forward slash join i cannot wait to see you inside i cannot wait to connect with you more in there and i cannot wait to see your business evolve i do want to thank you again if you are a regular listener and you're tuning in again to this episode in this video i want to thank you so much because without you guys none of this would be possible and if you are a first-time listener or if you have not already make sure to subscribe to the channel so that you you don't miss any future videos that comes out and that you're the first one to see it and so that you get the notifications when new episodes new videos are released i just i want to thank you guys so much um, for the support that this channel has gotten um it, it, it truly is appreciated um, but let's go ahead and dive into it so the first reason that i love this industry we're going to start with the loves because uh, we don't want to start off the video with some negativity and some uh, get the blood pressure going that much. Blood pressure's climbing. So we'll start with the things that I love. The first thing that I truly love about this industry, the fact that anybody can get into it. And I know you're thinking like, oh, that's actually a bad thing. I think it's a good thing because I want everybody to see what this industry is like and how profitable it can be. So one, I love how anybody can get into it. And kind of a second one for that number one reason is that you can make a lot of money doing it. There is, you know, it's an endless cap. How far you want to push all depends on how good you want your brand to be, how, you know, what type of clients you want. There's so many different uh, ways to run your detailing business, whether you want to be a car wash type of business or whether you want to be like a PPF and primarily coding type of business. You can do either one and both can be extremely profitable. If you wanted to do the car wash route, you know, more of like a quantity express type of details, that business model is profitable, that there is a market for that. There are clients that want that type of service. You know, you would have to have quantity. You're probably charging like a lower price per service, um, but that's that's highly scalable. You know, it's easy to hire. You could find guys and it's not a, you don't have to train them super hard because they are doing more simple services and it's a really scalable model. Um, or you could go the more uh, prestigious route. Obviously you may have to pay your, your dues when it comes to uh, getting experience before you get to that premium type of, you know, service such as like PPF tent and, and coatings primarily and working on more of like higher end vehicles. 
but that 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 is there and that possibility is there for you to get into as well so it's super cool and in between you would have just like your normal regular detailing maybe mobile detailing is kind of that in the middle there between your express and your high end maybe have like regular detailing that's between like two to three hundred dollars per service but either way there's a market for every type of detailing service that you want to offer and it's super cool because it doesn't take a lot of money to get into it if you wanted to mobile detail you know, you can mobile detail out of the sedan that you currently drive already. You could load the stuff up in the back of the trunk or in the back seat and detail that way. Anybody can get into this. Um, a little downside to that is it does kind of saturate the market. This this industry is kind of saturated. You're going to see detailers all over. Like if you go on Google and you search for auto detailing near me, you're going to see a bunch of businesses pull up, but not to sweat it really, because if you really look at those businesses, you know, don't get overwhelmed by the number of how many there are. Look at how many are actually doing it right. And you look at like the brands that are just really, uh, you know, doing things right and running their business like a business. There's probably only a select few. So if you do things right and you really come into this industry with an open mind and really just, um, you know, willing to learn, willing to level up yourself, willing to take constructive criticism on whether your, you know, your marketing or your branding is looking good. Um, you will succeed and you'll be within those top uh, competitors within your area. You know, when you're up there with those, you are going to get a lot of the business. You're going to get a lot of the business pulled from your area and from your city. So uh, not to really sweat based on the quantity when you look at how saturated it is, because when it comes to that low uh, entry barrier, like that low point of entry, you know, because anybody, like I said, can get into this trade. When it comes to everybody being able to get in, you also have a lot of guys who are going to start and then really not make it past a year just because they didn't really want to put the work in or maybe they just didn't have the full idea of how to, you know, get clients or how to keep pushing and, and staying consistent because a lot of it just comes down to consistency. So if you come into this trade and you were consistent and you were open minded and you just had what it took to just never quit you're going to succeed and you're just constantly going to level up and you know, you're going to get within the area of um, your city. That's just not saturated because you know, like I said, there's a bunch of detailers, but it's really not as saturated as you may think when it comes to good detailers and good brands. And, an, and another thing with that low point of entry is the fact of how low your overhead can be. So that will be my number two thing is how low your cost is per month. You can keep it as low as you possibly want. Say you're detailing mobile out of your sedan, you probably have almost no expenses, no overhead. That means that it's almost 100% profit. And what I mean by almost is because you can't have zero, you know, you're not going to have zero overhead. You're, you do need business insurance. You do need, you know, your um, your licenses and things of that nature. Maybe your, your cell phone bill that you use for business or whatever. But these are low cost things. When you look at other industries, how expensive it is to either get into it or how expensive it is to run monthly. Detailing is not that. That's 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 one of the beauties of this is how you can really own your own business at in high school even. You know, you can run your business whenever and on whatever budget. Um, detailing is that cool. So that is another thing that I truly do love about this industry is how how little it costs you per month and how little it costs you to get started. The third and final thing I love about this industry is how much it has evolved. Um, if you were to look at detailing, even when I first started like 10, 11 years ago, if you were to look at it 
um, then just at how the products that were out and the, the main service that was offered back then, um, you didn't have all these different polishes and, and compounds that just made it super easy and cut down hours of your correction time. You didn't really even have ceramic coating as the main product that was offered. It was just, you know, waxes and sealants at that time. So like how much the industry has evolved in terms of like how it how it is uh, appeals to the customers now it's a, a very luxurious type of service or it can be essentially so you know now we are able to charge more so like you know and that's that comes with a kind that i'll come that i will lead with later um but the the pro of it is is that you can charge almost whatever it's not like retail when you look at like retail I always use this analogy if you were to look at like a roll of toilet paper between target and walmart if target were charging $20 higher than the same roll of toilet paper than Walmart, you would be like, why is this $20 more? It's the same roll of toilet paper. Detailing is not that way. You can charge way more than another competitor in your area because if your work is there, if you have clients that are willing to pay that, you can charge whatever. You can charge whatever you think you're worth and whatever you want to make. That's the beauty of this as well. It's a service-based product, not like retail to where you're getting the same exact product. You can charge whatever in this this industry and that's super cool especially how much it has evolved and how much products have evolved how it appeals to your how it appeals to the market now it used to be looked kind of like as a car wash type of service you know, back back before the, the evolution of it, it used to be looked at as kind of like, hey, I just need to get my car cleaned. Now it's, I need to get my car detailed. I need to get it coated. I need, you know, all these services and these products that are available to us make it to where we can really charge a good rate for, you know, providing that the labor that we do. So my first con, and it's not really a con, it's not the thing that I hate the most about this industry, but a lot of times when you have, um, you know, the, the I'm gonna piggyback off of the last pro that we went over in the last pro was uh, how the industry has evolved and how prices actually have actually evolved where you know used to you know a hundred dollar service was a lot back then you know that was pretty much the highest you know the most premium detailer was charging 100 200 now the most premium detailer is charging upwards to three to five grand sometimes you know so the possibilities are endless when it comes to price but a lot of times the, the con of it is sometimes a lot of detailers have not picked up with the times of pricing. So I do see a lot of detailers way undercharging what they could potentially make. And this isn't a con in the sense of like what I think the, you know, it hurts the industry. I just think it hurts those detailers that aren't picking up with times and picking up with how much they truly can be charging, even on the low end, you know, a low end price should still be profitable. And I also agree that you should start low if you're trying to build your reputation and build your, your business up to get established. I don't think you need to stay at that price forever, but I do think that maybe charging a low rate at first to get started and get that momentum going is a good thing. Just make sure, as I mentioned before, that it's a profitable rate, but I think a lot of details just aren't charging even a profit. They're not charging enough to even make money just because they think the way that detailing was 10 years ago. So the evolution is hurting some detailers. I don't think it's hurting the industry though, um, like some do think. Um, so that would be my first con. One thing I do hate it, I hate it just for the detailers that are charging that rate and just don't kind of come out at it with an open mind. Um, and that's the thing, you do have to be in this industry with an open mind, be willing to take advice and be willing to look at how things change and, and go with the flow, go with that change because that change can actually make you more money. The second thing that I truly do hate, and this is actually one thing that it's not just 
uh, a con for all detailers. It's just a con for the industry as a whole. And it's the toxicity. It is the, the hate that goes on with, within the industry. It's the hate within the local competitors, you know, people copying each other, people bad mouthing each other, people leaving fake bad reviews, people bashing each other within the detailing forums on Facebook. And it's just, you know, someone may ask for help on, on a forum that, you know, or maybe they post their price and they just get bashed. And, and that's not what you want within an industry. That's, that's one thing that is this industry can be super toxic. And I think it does lead back to that low point of entry that anybody can get into it. And it does bring some negative energy because of that. Everybody's flooding in to, to join this industry and everybody thinks they're just the, the, the best detailer out there. Um, so they think that they have to put down other detailers. They think they have, they have to trash talk behind people's back. They think they have to, you know, um, assert their dominance within, you know, these Facebook forums and become keyboard warriors and just, and then what it does is the person who is asking for help or the detailer that is trying to get advice or, or whatever the case is now they, they don't want to ever ask anymore because they got shot down by 500 detailers in a group and a big detailing forum. And now they're just, you know, they're, they're going to close their doors to any good advice that comes at them. So that is one thing I truly do hate. And it kind of comes within the product companies, the coding companies brings a lot of, of toxic just because everybody gets extremely brand biased and extremely, um, yeah, just biased towards what product they like. And, and then they hate all the other products and they hate the, the, uh, the coding company's owner, or they just, they just completely get toxic and just bring a ton of negative energy. And the thing is, is and there are brands that I like, and there's brands that, you know, there's not really any brands that I truly don't like because they're in this, they're in a space that's also trying to make money. That's what I think a lot of detailers don't realize is these product manufacturers and these companies, they're in the detailing industry, but they're not detailers, but they're also trying to put food on the table for, for their families and no, they don't need to get bashed online and they don't need, um, you know, all the toxic toxicity that comes around, you know, this industry. So just remember that they are businessmen as well and they are trying to feed their families. They're trying to grow their business as well. So there's no need to bash them just because you like another coding company or that you like another product company. There, there's companies that I like and there's companies that I've never used before, but I respect what they're doing and I respect, you know, the, uh, the brand that they've established within the industry. And there's no need to bash them, um, you know, within the group forums and within the industry as a whole. So that's another thing. And that would actually lead me to the third and it's brand bias, how biased some detailers can be with certain companies. And I will mention the people, I will mention the companies that I truly like. Um, but I don't get just absolutely, I don't praise these companies. I don't just like, you know, never willing to try anything else or never willing to, um, come in an open mind with it for other companies, just because I like a company or like the way that they stand for. When I choose a product company, I choose it based on how the product works. If it works, I use it. If I like the morals that are behind that company, I will use them based on that because just like within detailing clients pick us because they like to use businesses that they trust and that they really vibe with. I'm the same way when it comes to the products I use, but I'm not going to bash 
other companies or build my entire brand on that company or that product company. That's you want to build your own brand. You're that product company. There is no product company that is going to make you money. You don't get clients based on what products you use. Most of the time you, you make money and you get clients based on the business that you build based on the trust and reputation that you put out. If you like the product and it helps you build your business, great, use it, but don't, you know, build your entire brand and your entire business on the back of a product company or the back of a coding company. I see this all the time and it, and it actually hurts your business because what if that now you're relying so half of your business relies on that company as well. But if you were to build 100% of your, your trust, your clientele on your brand and how, what, um, how you do business, you wouldn't have to rely on if that coding company goes out of business or if that coding company has some really bad news that comes out, you know, when that happens now, half of your authenticity is burnt, you know, so build your brand and build the trust, build your clientele on your brand and use the products that you love. You can still use them. It doesn't mean that you have to bash other products. It doesn't mean that you have to name your entire company on that product as well. I hate seeing that. And I think that's the thing that I, one of the, besides the toxicity that comes within this industry, this is one of the things that I hate the most because I, I just truly don't, you don't want to build your business on the other, on a coding company or on a product company. You want to build your business on you, how you built it. It's your business. You, you're the hundred percent owner. So why would you want half of your business to look like that coding company or be branded like that coding company as well, or that, pro that product company. This is not what you want to do. I just think it's a bad look. I think it is, um, it's just a bad business move in my opinion. And, and I think people get way too biased when it comes to who they use and what products they like and what they, that's all I'll ever use in my entire life. And, you know, screw all the other companies, you know, you got to think, man, they're, they're trying to put food on their table. Those owners of those, com those companies are also in business to make money as well. And they don't need, it would be this, this would be the best analogy. Think of it this way. You got, you have competitors within your city. You have, let's say another detailer in you. We'll use two detailers, you and the other person. Say that client just loves the other detailer way more than you. They've never even tried your company, but they love that detailer so much that they're just gonna blast your reviews on Google or on Facebook and just put in comments on these local, your local groups that you know they hate your company because they love this other company so much. Imagine that, how toxic would that be? You wouldn't want that. So why would you think that, that you could do it to another coding company or that, you know, you could do it to, um, this, this other brand or this other business they're in business as well. The, the, those, those companies, those coding companies and those product companies, they have owners as well that are working extremely hard to, um, to put food on their family's table. And, uh, this is a bad look, you know, and I hope that analogy kind of hits home, um, for you, or if you see this happening, or maybe you're the person who is leaving comments or is, you know, doing that. And that's just a bad look. Hopefully you come at it with an open mind after hearing that and that after hearing that analogy. So, kind of rambled on with on that last one just cuz that's one of the biggest things that we probably all see within the industry besides the toxicity and those kind of two those two kind of go hand in hand. So those are my love and my hates within the auto detailing industry. I'm sure we probably share some of the some similar love hates. Um, if you do have some things that you love or that you hate, let me know in the comments. And I'm sure I overlooked a lot of things that I probably agree 100% with you. Uh, but let me know in the comments what you love, what you hate about this industry. 
And I uh, appreciate all of you guys for tuning in again to the Detail Spot podcast. We this, this is a video on YouTube. It's also available on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So you can either listen to it, watch it every week, however you prefer to consume the content. Um, it's all up to you. It's going to be on both platforms though, or on all three platforms rather. But I do appreciate all of you guys tuning in again. And if you have not already, make sure to subscribe and turn on notifications so that you don't miss any future videos or any future content, content that comes out from this channel. I appreciate all of you again, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Detail Spot Podcast. Thank you